I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Bucks game is over. And now, it's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. That be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks uh, lose to the Orlando Magic. Just an ugly, ugly, ugly game. 122 to 110, the Orlando Magic. Over the Bucks, They lose by 12. They chase the whole game. It was brutal to watch the entire game. Taking your calls now. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan. Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler with me as well as the Wendy's Big Show meets the Pickett's A Pro Hoops post-game show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz and Milwaukee North. Live from the Hella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. And we talk about the Bucks getting absolutely hammered. I, 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 I guess. Where, where should I start? I guess where I'll start is this: the only saving grace in all of this, in my brain, is that we saw how badly the Raptors got whooped by the Bucks last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, the first two games, and then came back and took over that series and never looked back. So I'm not all that concerned that they're going to lose this series or anything like that. But I'm telling you, gentlemen, they got a long ways to go to get back to how they were playing because everybody, including myself, thought, ah, they'll be fine. The playoffs start. No big deal. It'll be fine. It's Orlando. They'll get their legs under them against Orlando, and then they just need to be ready to play by Miami or Indiana. And here we sit, and they lose game one of this series. This is the same stuff we've watched forever. They don't defend the three. Effort-wise, again, I question how much effort there really was out there, and I'm the last person to question effort. But when guards are getting blown by the entire game, there's wide-open lanes to the rim with nobody defending the rim, and that's how this defense is built. This defense is built to defend the rim. Fine, they hit the three-soul beat, but we're not letting anybody get to the rim. They were getting to the rim and getting to the backboard the whole dang game. Uh, Are you done? No, I've got lots more, but I'll let you talk. Go ahead. No, please jump in. That's what I like you when you like that passion. I'm going to be a Bucks fan for 150 years. Uh, yeah, he got out, Coach. Because, again, it looked like to me, and it's, it looked like they took the same film what Toronto did. 
and said, we're going to do this without Gordon and out the other two guys' names I can't pronounce. Can't really pronounce the last five that was on the field. I mean, on the court. But it looked like an AAU game where you walk into the gym, think you're going to beat these teams, and you get ran over because you don't have a book on the new player that they put in. I know the Bucks have a wonderful analytic department to tell these guys, these guys are out, These here's the other, the weird strength, strength and weaknesses, and we got to act upon it. But as far as Giannis going 30 points, and I, hey, man, they don't care. You, this is the playoffs. We talked about that. I know we even talked about these guys playing up to their average. You got to play more than your average in the playoffs or you're going to get beat. Trust me, I was in that position when we went to Indianapolis. We talked about this, you know, Super Bowl year and a team that has not won a game. And they beat us at their place because you're not focused in on it. But, again, they probably say took them lightly. And I know that's what people are going to say. You come in, they got all they're missing, all these guys. Take them lightly and you get beat. But that's like a, a, a T.O. down the middle or a Sterling Sharp in the corner. You lose your sight. They got blown out. So, and I don't want to hear people make all these excuses. Keep it 100. If I can keep it 100, you have to do it. My last thing, and I'll yield my time back to you two guys. Uh, I don't want to hear this. Well, we didn't have home field. If we had played at the fight serve, we would have won. Stop it. Nothing could have helped them today the way they were playing. I yield my time to you guys. And that's the thing, Gary. What he just brought up is you. No, you, my name is Leroy, not he. Oh, sorry. But yeah. but that's the thing. What Leroy said, Gary, is, is the fact that there is going to be no <laughs> momentum shift with fans. You're you're not going to be able to go back into five star forum with a loud fan base to get you going no, and so not. forth. You're going to have to get your own self going here. There's no fan base to help you at this point, Gary. Mm. No, it's not. You got to do it yourself. I mean, self. You just got to go play. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I saw. I didn't see it, but it, it felt like to me the Brewers the other day when they were playing the Cubs. Didn't matter who was in the stand, they were gonna go in there and play. So it don't matter. You just got to go in there and play. The fans don't matter. Go win the game, man. Give me some effort. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Fans give you a home court advantage, all this. But all these guys playing the same home, they playing but the same you, court. You've already heard LeBron talk about this. Yeah, going on, LeBron man. already talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We talked about it on the show, me and Leroy, and Leroy was not happy with what he said. But I'll paraphrase it. He pretty much just said, without fans, this is tough. Like, you really have to love playing this game to really get into these things and find your motivation because there is nothing else to get you motivated or to get you excited other than your love for the game at this point. And that's the best player, well, the best player of the last, what, 10, 12 years in this league talking like that. And he should love this game, and it shouldn't take all that other stuff to get him going. But when he talks like that, then it really opens up your eyes to what is everybody else thinking just. LeBron just messing with y'all to get y'all to think that's what he's thinking. He ain't really, he don't really believe that. He want all these weak-minded people to go believe that, meaning that all these weak-minded players. LeBron uh, just throwing that out there because it ain't it ain't bothering LeBron. Watch what just watch and see what they do, Steve. Uh, we will, we will find out. I got the Pacers watch and, see what and the uh, do. Heat on game. All these now guys playing. All these all these guys playing. I'm watching. Uh, yeah, Pacers and Heat. That's what I'm watching right now. Watch, watch and see what LeBron is going to do. He just, he just, Leroy. That's a spin cycle. Okay. LeBron <laughs> throwing him in a spin cycle, trying to give him the. Did he just travel then? They don't LeBron call it. LeBron throwed it in. His, 
LeBron throwing in his spin sack for all these weak-minded players to buy into it. <laughs> okay, let's go to the phones <laughs> now. Your thoughts uh, on the Bucks getting hammered by the I'm Magic? Listening to LeBron. 122 to 110. KJ in West Dallas, you're next up here on the Wendy's Big Show meets the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Hey, hello, my brother. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's happening? What's happening? You know, the Bucks. I said going in, and we discussed this before, Sparky, um, you know, it's your habits. If you have good habits, those will show. If you have bad habits, which the Bucks have developed a lot of bad habits on defense, throwing the ball away, turnovers, uh, they, they haven't defended the three all year. In fact, the last couple of years. And uh, when you look old and you're slow, like the Bucks look right now, and you're not hitting your shots, you're going to get beat by a team that's just a bunch of guys. And that's pretty much what happened today. I mean, Orlando didn't even have, what, two, three, four of their guys, their normal uh, first-team ro- uh, rotation in the lineup, and they still got – I mean, they made Vucevic look like uh, Dirk Nowitzki out there today. I mean, he, he, could ha- he had whatever he wanted, any of those guys, wide open shots. Yep. And when you let guys – shoot and you and they get confidence and they build up good habits and your habits are bad you're going to get beat and that's what happened today i'm not saying they're going to lose this series they're going to beat orlando but man i'm telling you going into the second round sparky they're going to have their hands full unless they can get they can turn this around man and uh start playing some basketball but but they just don't look like the same team that came no, no. into the bubble before, um, you know, all this went down. And, and again, thanks for the call. It, when, when you look at the stats in this game, and we'll go inside the box score here momentarily, but where, where exactly do you look at it and go, well, they won't do that again? Uh, maybe it's their shooting percentages. They shoot 49.5% from the field. They make 16 of 41 threes. Maybe you don't think they'll shoot the three that well. Uh, again, the rest of the series. So maybe that's where you think things change. Rebounds, they out-rebounded you by one uh, on the boards. Uh, turnovers, 15 for the Bucks, 16 for Orlando. They even had one more turnover uh, than you did in the game. They shot uh, 49.5%, you shot 43.5%. Your star player played like a star. 31 points, 17 boards, 7 assists for Giannis uh, in the game. Nine turnovers, though, between Giannis uh, and Chris Middleton. Uh, your secondary stars, Bledsoe got 15. I think most people would be happy with 15 for Bledsoe on a given uh, night, 15 to 20. Uh, Middleton performed way under where he's expected to be, 14 points, six boards, four assists, four turnovers and for Middleton. I, I, again, I just, I don't know. We're going to find out where this is going to go, but Boonholzer is going to take a lot of flack on this one. Yes, he is. Rick and Oshkosh, you're next uh, here on The Fan. What's up, Rick? First of all, this trend has been going on since March. And then uh, when it was stopped by COVID-19, it started up again in the last two weeks of the season. I know that the defensive lapses is a trend. It's all about bad habit. Like, Taller just took some of my stuff away from me. It's also a neutral site. So so you have to get yourself Mm. motivated to play hard against Orlando Magic. They are professional basketball team that's ready to kick your ass if you don't play well. And the Bucs have given it away, and I blame Michael 
Budenholzer for not having them motivated, ready, and raring to go. They were sleepwalking. There was no energy, no energy, no, no concern about playing defense. Oh, we can still beat them. Mm. You can't have that mentality. Clearly, they can't have that mentality, Rick. You can't have that mentality in the playoff. You better start playing tough defense, otherwise you're going to be out. Correct. Thanks for the call. Uh, but see, and, and that's just it. Is this a wake-up call for this team? Do they come back and respond and play better tomorrow? But again, their lack of defending the three isn't something that's new. It's always been an issue. It was an issue under Budenholzer. It was an issue under Kidd. It was an interview issue under Scott Skiles. That's, that's constant. The one thing that's not constant is guards getting blown by, wide open lanes to the rim. That's all the stuff that should not be happening. That is not... What what this defense should be giving up? They couldn't stop anything, Gary. No, they couldn't. And but they, that's how they were since they've been back after the layoff here. It's, it's just I, I don't know. I don't get it. Just just straight craziness. I mean, it, now they figure out if they can't win, they win the series, right? They we're not sitting on winning the series, right, guys? You you guys on board with this, right? Yeah, they win the series. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if they don't win, or <laughs> if they don't get, let's say if they don't get to the uh, NBA championship game, if they don't get to the championship game, then they have to figure out whether they got the right team around Giannis. You mean or if they don't get to the finals? Win. Mm-hmm. Either either whether they, whether they had the right team around Giannis or whether they have the right coach, something's got to happen. Because yeah. you would you you will be at you you would totally underachieve. Now if they get to the finals and lose. To me, I still think that's progress. For but sure. They don't even make it this year. If they don't make it this year, you're going to have to figure some things out. This team doesn't look like they're going to make much of anything unless things dramatically change at this point. Uh, he's getting... I don't know how I don't know how it dramatically changed. I'm just going to say this. Cause that, what, what, what says that Orlando can't come in and do the same thing they just did again? Shut up. I don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't, don't talk about that. I don't want to talk what about it. What has to happen, Steve? I don't know. They'll figure what it out. What has to happen? They got Thursday night to figure it out. Figure it out. Thursday night, I'll be back out in the air after that game, and uh, we'll see how <laughs> that one goes. Thursday night. Let's not worry about the next game. Let's focus on how badly they were this game, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Bucks uh, lose to the Magic, 122-110. to Please don't do what Gary just did and try to bring me further down than I already am. Please. Uh, Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North meets the Wendy's Big Show. More of your calls coming up next. All right, time to go inside the box score. As the Bucks lose 122-110 to 110, Game 1 of the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs for the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't think anybody saw this coming, including the Orlando Magic. Giannis tonight, 34 minutes, 31 points, 17 rebounds, 7 assists, a steal, 5 turnovers on 13-25 shooting. Chris Middleton, 31 minutes, 4 of 12 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3, 4 of 6 from the free throw line. 14 points, 6 boards, 4 assists, a steal, a block, and 4 turnovers. Brooke Lopez, 30 minutes, 2 of 9 from the floor, 0 of 4 from 3, 1 of 2 from the line. 5 points, 4 boards, an assist, a steal, a block, and a turnover. Eric Bledsoe, 28 minutes, 5 of 11 from the floor, 1 of 5 from 3, 4 of 5 from the line. 15 points, 5 assists, a couple of boards, a steal, a block, and 2 turnovers. Wes Matthews, 26 minutes, 4 of 6 from the floor, 2 of 4 from 3. 10 points, 4 boards, 2 assists, 
and one steal. Off the bench, 27 minutes for George Hill. 5 of 9 from the floor, 2 of 4 from 3. 16 points, 2 boards, 5 assists, a steal, and one turnover. The only Bucks player in double figures uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks shoot 43.3%. The Magic 49.4%. Three-point shooting 14 of 42 for the Bucks. Uh, 16 of 41 for Orlando. Free throw shooting 18 of 28. They missed 10 free throws. Orlando 18 of 19. Rebounding 48-47. Advantage Orlando. Turnovers 16 for the Bucks. 15 for Orlando. Again, the Bucks lose 122 to 110. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and you here on uh, the Wendy's Big Show meets the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of. Uh, of Milwaukee North. Brett in Beaver Dam, you're next on the fan. What's up, Brett? Hey, I, you know, I got I to gotta stop everyone with the they're not playing with emotion or energy. It has everything to do with the system. Okay, the Bucks are last in the NBA in giving up points per game since the bubble restart happened. Yep. And if you guys remember, they were 0-3 before the, the season was delayed from COVID. The mm-hmm. issue is with Budenholzer system it's the fact that we're dropping Brooke Lopez in pick and roll, and he's got to run and sprint on a wing shooter. Or a sure does. Five. Yep. The Bucks are going to have problems with anyone that can shoot from the wings or stretch fives. It's just plain and simple. And and quite honestly, Brooke Lopez looked horrible today when you don't switch screens like that. I mean, they got beat on, a, on an out-of-the-timeout play where they just got burned on a simple curl screen that I've seen in youth basketball. I, mm-hmm. I just, it's not, it has nothing to do with energy. It's, they, they deny all shots in the paint. And when you do that in the NBA, it's not like the magic shot lights out. They were just wide open threes. And this is going to be continue to be a problem. You saw it a couple years ago in the Boston series of Al Horford just cooking the Bucks from mid-range and from three. He's wide open because they don't switch screens. They need to figure something out. And I, I, just, I just wonder what Coach is thinking here. How many more threes are they going to just leave wide open? I get it's Markel Fultz and some no-name guys on the perimeter. The Magic don't have two of their three best players in and I don't see how it can get any better defensively with the system they're running right now. They have to start defending the three, the three better and give give a little more something in the paint. Otherwise, they're going to keep getting cooked in mid range. And again, again, I was screaming about this while we were watching the game. Forney, that's what he does. That's all he does. He shoots threes. And, and again, he didn't yeah. shoot the three that well today. He was three of seven from the floor. Vucevic, five of eight from the floor today uh, from three. So, again. It's it very well it is the system. Like everything he said is accurate. That's exactly how this Bucks defense plays game in and game out, Leroy. And we've talked about, you know, is there a blueprint to beat the Milwaukee Bucks? Was that taken from the Raptors game last year? And we were all waiting to see what was going to happen in the postseason and to see if teams would play them that way or a different way. Uh, and it looks like in game one, it looks very similar to what we saw. And that's how I keep going back to the Toronto game. You know, you see the Van Vliet types. People, you remember we had a. Uh, I think a Friday, we talked about what were you concerned about. You know, I talked about free throws, which were horrible. And I think some of our other callers talked about turnovers. Actually, the turnovers weren't that bad. 16, I mean, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it wasn't in the 20s, so that wasn't also bad. Also bad. And then a lot of the callers were calling about defending the three. You know, but it, to me, it come back to your, your superstars. That's why we talked about the Paul George type. And Gary was saying, Paul George took over down the stretch. That's how you rate your players. And if you don't do that, people give you the side eye. Again, Middleton t- played 31 minutes. He was four from 12. You know, two or six from three. But you got to score more than 14 points. And see, they lost by, what, 12 points. 
if you look at if he shoots better, him and Lopez, Lopez was two for nine. He was open for it, and he had some wide open threes. Like nobody running at him, and then it was like a free throw, and he missed it. If they play better, they win like by five. So there's not panic here, but if you're seeing the same things, let's rewind. Everybody's calling in, listening. We all were concerned about bam, 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 bam. I'll check all the boxes. That's why Budenholzer is going to catch some of the smoke. Cause you he know better catch saying? some smoke. But, Gary, that's what people are saying. If we see it, why you can't fix it? Right. So, and that's what's the frustration with Bucks fans because that's how Bucks fans are. They think the worst. Uh-oh, it's about to happen again. <laughs> when they play, if they play Miami, if they play – you know, Toronto, we thought they would always maybe lose one or two games. You never thought. And, I, and I'm not going to blame it on some of the people, but a lot of people were texting me, they're going to sweep them. They're going to sweep them. I said, dude, I'm not looking for a sweep. I'm looking for four victories, okay? But I thought all of the, out of all of the number ones who were going to struggle, I did not see this one as a struggle. Nobody did. Okay. Not a struggle, but this is not a blowout loss, okay? Especially when you don't have one of the best dunkers, you know, top probably top 25 dunkers of all time, Gordon not playing. You would think, okay, maybe they could beat this team. But, again, if they just seem like every time Giannis go, they let him go sometimes in the fourth quarter, they wall him off. And they're going to let him shoot all the threes he wants. Sure. And he hit three of his first four yep. threes in this game, one off the backboard. Shoot him. And didn't hit another one the rest of the game, ended up three for seven. Trail on the north side, you're next with Gary Ellison, Leroy Butler, and me, Steve Sparky Fife. Hey, what's going on with y'all, gentlemen? What's up, Trail? Hey, what's, up, my what's going on? What's up, sir, Trail? Hey, I say this game remind me of game one against Boston last year. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember that game. I went to that game. Yeah, remember that. Yeah. We got, we got I don't. Boston Tell me game. about what happened. Uh, they got mopped. They couldn't hit shots. They walled off Giannis real good, and mm. Boston was hitting their shots. Oh they yeah, off. you're right, Terrell. You're right. You're right. And then yep. Boston lost. Yep, I remember that game. So I'm, yep, I remember I'm that game. Yep. About this series, uh, per se, but uh, um, championship a bus team that the Bucks are and that they, they, they should be, as long as they got Giannis, I am concerned. Uh, I'm concerned that um, that when they get in the half court offense. If it ain't Giannis doing nothing, nobody else. Uh, you can really see that the Bucks don't have another premium player. The only uh, guy that was breaking down his guy consistently was George Hill. He was yeah, the only that, guy getting to the basket consistently in this game outside of Giannis. Exactly, and that's he was doing that last year a little bit when he came in. But that, I mean, what what, what is that to say, Sparky? That George Hill's coming up the bench. Agreed. Militant and Bledsoe yep. on the court, yep. they can't get it done. That's that was that's that's a concern I've seen at this game. Another concern is that Budenholzer knew that last year, and we haven't seen an adjustment that he's going to go to yet. Uh, so I'm going to hold up because it's still the first round. But so far, he's holding on to the tune that he doesn't make an adjustment, that he, he brought with him from Atlanta. We've seen it last year. And like I said before, I told you guys before, it should be heavy pressure on him. If they if they fall short in the playoffs, there should be big pressure on him if, if you can go through the games and say, well, they did this. Why didn't you do anything to combat that? There should be heavy pressure. I don't care how many 60 wins seasons you got. It's supposed to be about championship with Giannis. And if the team is not going to make it about championship, they can't be upset if he leaves. That's my whole thing. And 
last but not least, I don't care if they win or lose this year, they need to trade for Chris Paul in the offseason. They need to get they need to get a a, a, a premium secondary player that's going to be able to get his shot off and other shot off who's not named Giannis because that's what they're missing. Guys, oh at the, oh, the guard the position. Orlando, we seen it the first game against Orlando. What do you think it's going to be like when we play better competition like Miami or Toronto? Yeah. If Chris Middleton can't find his tune against a team like Orlando, what is he going to be doing when he's got the defensive team like Miami or Toronto? in his chops. So we have to get another. I've been saying that for the longest. I hope they break down and do it. Get Chris Paul in there. He's already he's got an admiration for Giannis. He said he wants to play with him. Well, Terrell, look, get this is this is going to be what this is going to come down to. It's going to come down to whether or not Giannis signs the extension. Thanks for the call. I'm just going to be honest with you. If he signs the extension, Middleton, Bledsoe, and Giannis, are, we're going to do this all over again for a couple of years. If he doesn't sign the extension and puts pressure on the Bucks to do something different in order for him to come back, then maybe they get maybe they go crazy and go try and do something like like Trell is saying and trading for Chris Paul. But if he signs the extension, I, I just they're, they're not about going in any luxury tax or anything of the sort. So from that standpoint, I, I don't well, think they that, got the number the number one team. I apologize, Steve. They got the number one team the last two years. So what's missing? I mean, how do you square that circle? They got well, they what's missing? It shit. is, what, and it, what's we, missing we know there? what's missing, Leroy. You know what's missing. What is it? Help me out. You know what's missing, and and it what? is true. It, it what? they what's need missing? well, they they don't have a yin to his yang. Yeah, they do they, it. They don't. It's no, they Chris don't. Middleton, he's just off. He's here. not. He's not it, bro. Yeah, he is. Well, if if they win an NBA title, then I shut up with that. But they just don't. Okay. The guy disappears okay. way too Agreed. much. Agreed. If they, if they can't Agreed. win a championship. He just disappears way too much. I think if they right win a championship, agree. everybody shuts up about that. If they win oh, a championship. Sure. Everybody but if does. He, but, but if right he now, win, can they, if but, he win it, if they win it, can he get some accolades? Sure. Yeah, but yes. right now. Okay, but right good. Now, that's okay, what, that's fair. That's what it feels like. Yeah, okay. if they win a championship, you're right. Yeah, if they win a championship, what, what yes. was What was Middleton's yeah. numbers again against Steve? No, four of 12. 14 points, six boards, four assists, a steal, a block, four turnovers. How many yeah, shots? Four, 12 shots. Two of six from three. Half of them were three and points. And what, what was Bledsoe? Bledsoe was 5 of 11, played Bledsoe three less okay. minutes, one of three, five yeah. from three, four of five at the line, 15 points, uh, five boards, assists, a block, two turnovers. I'll take 15 okay. from Bledsoe in time, but here's another thing I want to talk about, the intangibles. Okay, I learned this from Muskego, my football team. They used to pull me to the side and tell me about intangibles. I never used to bring up stuff like that, but they're smart kids. They know how to spell it, so I left it alone. The only Giannis led the team with seven assists, cause they're not sharing the basketball. Okay, Giannis cannot lead the team in assists. Okay, if he getting a lot of doubles, fine. They got to make the That's extra where he's pass. Getting. Right, they double on get the extra pass out. But again, they got to make these wide open threes. Lopez was wide open, Connaughton wide open, and they hitting the backboard. They got to replace that backboard, Steve. Cause I think the, the Bucks probably broke it. They were throwing stuff. <laughs> oh, there were some. Oh man, shots. it was bang, uh, bang, yeah, and then I hit. But I bet you they'll shoot close to fifty percent. What I bet you? They're gonna shoot close to fifty percent next game, and they're gonna shoot we'll like see. 44, 45 percent from three, and they're gonna beat this team by 10, 15, 12. Well, I hope points, you're right. That's Thursday we'll night, so we'll find out. Mike and Kenosha, you're next on the fan with Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler. What's up? Hey guys. Uh, 
Did, can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah, 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 go, ahead. yeah go ahead, Mike. Come on, Mike. Yeah, I, Stop messing Brad around. earlier, the talk about the system hit the nail on the head. I mean, I, I'm not going to go into the pits here and, and say, oh, the Bucks are going to lose this series. But right, I, right, don't right. See, I, I don't see, honestly, I really don't see how you can sit there and say it's a foregone conclusion they're going to win this series. They got whipped mm. today. They, 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 they were whipped the entire game. Go back to before the pandemic. They lost three in a row, four or five. They were terrible. They, they were, I mean, granted, okay, I'll give you they weren't playing all their lineups, but they lost to yeah. a G League Nets team in which they played all their starters the first half. Oh, I mean, yeah. Orlando was without their leading. Is, is Gordon their leading scorer? I, I, I didn't look it up, but they were without Gordon. Vucevic, I'm sorry, uh, Fournier made two shots or three shots all in the fourth quarter. So he was a non-factor until late in the game, and they they let ten to nine. That was the Bucks' last lead, ten to nine. Well, who do they have that can win a one-on-one matchup? That's what playoff basketball comes down to. Who who do they have that can win a one-on-one matchup other than Giannis? And with Giannis not being able to shoot a jumper, you just packed the lane late in the game. I, I mean, I, look, I, I think this series is is almost. I don't want to say a toss-up right now, but. The way the Bucks are playing, to sit there and assume they're just going to win this series, I think it's just wishful thinking. They they do not look like a good team right now, and there should be a no. lot of heat on right I I totally agree with you. They do not look like a good team right now. And, and speaking of Orlando, call, let's eye up the enemy. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, let's uh, look at the Orlando Magic box score. Vucevic just killed him, like he always does against the Bucks. 15 of 24 and 37 minutes played. Uh, for the Orlando Magic Center uh, on the night. And Vucevic ended up being 15-24, 5 of 8 from 3. He did not attempt a single free throw. 35 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, no blocks, 5 turnovers for Vucevic uh, today. 15 points for Markel Fultz, 6 of 11, 1 of 4 from 3, 2 of 2 from the line, 6 assists, 2 rebounds, and 1 block shot. Uh, plus, uh, off the bench uh, today, you had 18 points from Terrence Ross. I remember when I wanted him to be a Bucks first-round pick. I ended up with John Henson that year. Uh, 28 minutes, 7 of 13 from the floor uh, for Terrence Ross. Six boards, an assist, and a steal. And again, he didn't even hit a three, and that's kind of his thing. Uh, DJ mm-hmm. Augustine, who's 100, had 11 points off the bench uh, for the Orlando Magic. As the Magic beat the Bucks tonight, 122-110. to Take a quick time. I'll come back with more of your calls. Cameron on the north side. We got Will and Brown Deer, Trav and Brown Deer, and room for Gotta you. Gotta get Trav. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan. Bucks lose 122-110. to Did that really just happen? It's time for the Are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Welcome back. This is a Wendy's Big Show meets the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Milwaukee 
by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North here on The Fan, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. Bucks come up on the losing end to the Orlando Magic, 122 to 110. Just absolutely awful. If the Bucks ever win again, uh, you can win as well with Wendy's new breakfast. When the Bucks win, stop by any participating Wisconsin Wendy's for a free sausage or bacon biscuit or a free small frosty chino with any breakfast purchase. That's right. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. This offer is only good for 24 hours after each Bucks win. So act facts. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. The are you kidding me moment of the game? I cannot believe they lost to the Orlando Magic in game one of this series. And not only did they lose to the Orlando Magic, they never had a chance against the Orlando Magic from the jump today. That's the are you kidding me moment of the game. There. Cameron, Northwest Side, you're next on the fan. What's up, Cameron? Hey, what's going on, Sparky? What's going on, Gary? What's going on? Man, what do you think is going on? Hey, man, look at it. What's up, Cam, dog? What's up, dog? It's it's basketball. This is actually basketball now. You don't need nobody to hype you up. You need to go get it. And what I mean by that, if you look at it, how they lost is that they keep giving Giannis the ball at half court and let him drive down the court. He don't have that skill set. What they need to do is post him up, put Corver on the wing, right by Giannis, and put Milton at the top. They would not double-team. It had to come from somewhere else. So now you're getting Giannis an opportunity to shoot over the opponent. He don't have to drive and dribble and waste all that energy. He got to simplify, and I think that needs to happen. And George Hill needs to get some click, y'all. George Hill needs to get more click because Blesso and, and Milton, it ain't going to happen. But we should know that, y'all. Uh, don't We're say the, that, Cam. Hey, um, hey Leroy, keep it, keep it a thousand. Okay, you know okay, yeah. To get over thirty points in the playoff game. With if Giannis isn't playing, he get no, aggressive. No, then, answer the question, Leroy. Answer the question. I said you're right. Answer the question, Roy. I said you're right. Thirty points in the playoff game. You're right. Now leave me alone. So but, why yeah. did we give him thirty million dollars? <laughs> well. He's a two-time All-Star, and then when you score hey, 20 points, Leroy. when you score 20 points in the league, that's very valuable. It really exactly. is. Exactly, but this is the playoff yeah. where, like, like you elevate your game. You said that Friday. Remember, yep. we had this exactly. conversation Friday. You're you right. You're right. You're so right. He got to get 30. He got to get. 30. I agree with you. It's not I agree happening. with you. It's not yes, happening. Yes, it is. Oh, it's I, not. No, man. no, no. Cameron, I like it's what not, you said, Cam- stop, Cameron. Man. You're right, Don't Cameron. Don't do this to Middleton. It ain't happening. Thanks for the call. Listen, no, it's no, not no. happening. The man's with, not going to go what? average 30 points in a playoff series. Do it's you not win happening. Do you want to win well, or not? I do want to win, but I'm being okay. realistic. The man's not averaging it 30 is. in a postseason series. It's not what? happening. What, what you mean? That's it's Chris Middleton, expect. man. This ain't Kawhi Leonard. No, it's man. Chris Middleton. No, no, you're missing the point. The point is... You need, and I think I agree with Cameron. You need your stars to step up and put up big games. If you're gonna make me look good, your star that's what you're gonna have to do. Your star did have a big Look, game. 31 points, 17 boards, seven assists. You got one. Plural. You have one. Plural. You have one. Listen, whether you're a superstar or star, that's for debate. Those are two different things. I'm just, well, that's for debate too. I'm just saying, if you're capable of putting up. 20 to 30 points, I need it every night you're going to lose. 
That's the only way. And can't be no in between. I agree with Cameron. If you're gonna pay a man thirty some not thirty some million, you should expect for him to do that. That's why I like him over Paul George. Let's hold these guys accountable. Somebody ought to hold if you it, accountable for making that comparison to begin with. I, I I like who I like. I, I can't change it. Here's something yeah, right. for you. Darren you Ravel, one more time, a better at bet G at Bet MGM bet twenty-five thousand dollars that the Orlando Magic would win the second half and the game would hit the second half over of 115. Magic won the second half 60 to 58. 118 points were scored in the second half. That better won $382,000 in the second half of that game. I don't believe it. That is stupid. Uh, okay, getting taking your reaction. If you want to vent, bucket dump, whatever you want to call it, we're taking your calls right now here on The Fan. Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, 414-799-1250. I don't know if I could continue to do this post-game. 799-1250. Yeah, you, you could do it with me the rest of the playoffs right, if you'd like, Thursday night. Uh, this guy here, Leroy, man, you, Leroy, you need to stop, man. I'm confused. You, you, you aggravate hey, me. Listen, I'm just like what you they said, Rick and Bobby. I, I'm confused by your tactics. Okay, this is, <laughs> this what is not hard. Confused? You need to be confused but, by the yeah. Bucks tactics. Right, but the Bucks are only going to go as far as number 22 is. If he's hot, they're going to win. If he's not, they're going to lose. Are they, are they going as far as Middleton or is they go, are they going as far as Boonholzer? Which is it? I would say Middleton. Middleton can make mm-hmm. shots. Coaches to draw plans up. Right. You need players to facilitate these plans. And I want the second best team, second best player on the team, to score between 20 and 30 points every game. He should get every tw- game. He should get 20 every night. I agree. Will and Brown night. Deer, you're next yeah. on the fan. What's up, Will? Hey, Will. All right. Hey, man. Thanks for uh, taking my call. I want to say I've been listening to you guys since you first got started, man. And I know Leroy's come on board now. Y'all got great, great chemistry, and you guys are the best talk show, uh, sports show in the state, man. Thanks, Will. Yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate hey, it, somebody, okay. somebody record that, what uh, that man just said. We can play that back yeah, on the commercial. Yeah, so. great chemistry. It comes through on the radio. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this cool. is what I want to speak on with uh, Coach Bud. Speak I was on, really okay. concerned on, because the last two years, uh, Giannis has played about 30, 31 minutes per game each regular season. So that's yeah. fine in the regular season. But in the postseason, you, he has to be able to, you know, go out there maybe 38, 42 minutes a game. It's not uncommon at all. So today in the second quarter, I believe it was the 10-minute mark. He took Giannis out the game. It's an eight-point game. Yep. You know, it's an eight-point game. And then when he brought him back in, they're down 16. So it's like you can't stick to that same regiment in the playoffs. I was hoping in the bubble, maybe a game or two, he, he just let him play 40 minutes so he can get used to playing it. Last year, uh, Chris Webber called him out. He's like, i never seen a superstar player on the bench saying he's tired in crunch time. You know, mm. so that's up yeah, to Bud to get him yeah. where he can handle playing 40 minutes. Can you, can you make a jumper in, in 40 minutes? If you play 40 minutes, can you still make a shot? Or are you just too exhausted? And then in the fourth quarter, he took them out. They were down about 11 points and gave them another break. You can't mm. do that in the playoffs. And that's my only concern right there. I think the Bucks are in good shape. Uh, I think with DiVincenzo and Corver, they have enough yep. this year to get through the East. I don't think they're going to win, but at least get there. But if Bud don't do what he's supposed to do. But uh, one thing, though, and I'm going to let you guys go. Why can't Giannis be like, hey, coach, I ain't coming out. The superstar players do it all the time. 
You know, I'm not coming out. Oh, LeBron, no, do, it, LeBron right do it all the time. Yeah, LeBron yeah, do it yeah, all the leave time. Leave me here right now. Or, or, or last year, hey, man, I got Kawhi. Let me guard him. I want to see that in Giannis. I want to see more. You know, I want to see more of that. So you guys have a good day, man. Let me clarify Great something. Thanks for Let me clarify Great something. This dude doesn't want to come out of the game. This dude wants to play every minute of every basketball game. To think otherwise is foolish. He does not want to come out. Now, what you're saying is be a diva, be selfish, be whatever, and ignore your coach and you run the team like LeBron. Could? Absolutely. You could be that guy that runs the team like LeBron for certain. He's not that guy, though. He's going to respect his coach and do what his coach wants. His coach knows he doesn't ever want to come out. It's not like Giannis is begging to come out. Look, the dude averaged 30 minutes a game during the regular season. He played 34 minutes tonight. That's more than he's normally played throughout the entire run of the regular season. But that's what the the young man was saying. In the playoff, it's a reset button. You got to play a lot of minutes. Well, that's on a, that's on him and the coach. I'm just saying, but, for him to ignore the yeah, coach and not come out, that's I, not in Giannis's DNA. No, because he, it would be a bad look if uh, the coach says send a guy to the to the table to get him, Gary, and they pat the table, and he look back. Yeah. No, send him back. It's gonna always oh, not coachable. He's a bad player. But some people may look at that at the barbershop is that's a guy wanted. Coach, I'm in my groove. Leave me in, dog. Or go, you want, or you go over there doing a timeout. Tell coach, hey, don't take me out now. I'm in a rhythm. I need to get this thing turned out. And some coaches will leave you alone, you know. But they have to have the analytic department to watch these guys minute in the regular season. But now in the in the postseason, with three guys down, he probably said, man, I'm only want to play between 28 and 31 minutes. But like the last few minutes, he would have had 30. They left him out there when the game was lost. They should have just took him out. They could have got him rest that way. Or do like Michael Jordan, rest doing timeouts. Or going into like quarters with three or four seconds left, get him out so he can get extra rest. They'll tell you when the TV breaks, during the long breaks, when the TV breaks, let me know. I'm going to get him out of 60, to, you know, maybe 60 seconds. Well, I'll say a minute. A minute before that, I'm going to get him out. That's extra rest. They can do that coming back when it's crucial. You got to have your stars out on the court. I always say this. Your MVPs wins the first and the fourth quarters. And he was stuck on 30 points for a while. But I'm going to have to move that smoke over to the one player I want to be the best, and that's Cash, number 22. Step your game up, cuz. Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, C. Sparky Fiverr with you. It's the Wendy's Big Show meets the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Bucks get shocked, shocked by the world, I think, tonight. 122 to 110, the Magic upset the Bucks. I don't want to know what TV's going to look like tomorrow morning with all these talking heads. I'm going to avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. We'll come back, take more of your calls. Still room four if you want to jump aboard Travin Brown Deer. And everybody's been waiting for Ram on the north side on social media. So we'll see what Ram has to say. That's all coming up next. Here on the fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, Bucks come up on the losing end to the Orlando Magic, 122 to 110. 
Uh, is the final score between the Magic and the Bucks tonight. Bucks now down 1-0. Next game coming up on Thursday night, and I'll be right here back with you Thursday night. It's the only evening game in the series that we know of as of right now uh, coming up on Thursday night, but I'll be here Thursday night. The Pick and Save Pro Hoops uh, post-game show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on Thursday evening as the Bucks try to get this series evened up and back to one. Defensive play of the game highlights this guy, Eric Bledsoe, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. There's Bledsoe. There's Marcus Sensio. Four quick points. A steal by Eric Bledsoe there at the start of the third quarter. The defensive play of the game. Let's go to Travin Brown Deer. You're next on the fan. How's it going, guys? What's up, Trav? So, uh, you know, I was at work. I was uh, was following it. I got home to watch Mm -hmm. that. It was, like, disappointing. And Mm -hmm. I didn't. I thought they would squeak one out. Yeah. And closer. And I thought it may be mm-hmm. the third game, but uh, but I, I think the Bucks win the series, you know, okay. four to two. But now you just got to play extra. So, but uh, how, how many uh, shots did Middleton take? Uh, Chris Middleton uh, today took twelve shots. Bledsoe took eleven. Okay, how many from three did? Uh, Half of Middleton's shots were from three. Six shots hit two of them. When that's crazy because mm-hmm. last I looked, he was going to be one of the only people to do 90, 50, and 40. Right. 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 Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right, Trey. He just settled on that three. You know, it's just a, an elbow shot or, or right, take it Trail. to the cup. And right. Right. To the cup. Yeah. I got, I got a stat here for you, Trav. Now, again, last 10 games. So that would be tonight. Um, actually, last 10 would be last seven games played, technically, for Middleton. Uh, he was shooting 26% from three in his last seven games. All right, that's awful. Ooh. And then well, mm-hmm. he's just settling on it. Yep. Ooh. And to me, he's, I, I think he's worth the money, but just don't pull up. To me, I, I love Al Alford, you know, like the, one of the last cars, car, because he's a Bucks killer. He just yeah. on the elbow, and he dishes. And yeah. uh, Bledsoe, what did Bledsoe do? Uh, Bledsoe had 15 uh, on the night uh, for Bledsoe. He was 5 of 11, 1 of 5 from 3, 4 of 5 at the line. Five assists. You know, I like Bledsoe, but I think you need the savvy vet to start the game. And Bledsoe, the run with, uh, you know, no, that's not happening. They're not going to take him out of the starting lineup, I don't think, no, Trev. Thanks for the call. No, no they're no, not. I don't they're think they're making wholesale changes to the no. starting lineup by taking out no. uh, a guy that started for this team for the last year and a half or whatever. That, that's that's not so, happening. But to, to Trev's point, don't that make sense with Chris Middleton? If he shoots anything close to 40%, you're going to blow out anybody on 4-3. All he has to do is step his game up. He gonna, he gonna, they're going to beat these teams. They wouldn't even be struggling with these teams. If Cash is on, which I think he will be on because he's a shooter. He'll be on and everything will be fine. But I think Trav also made another great point is that he was close to being that record. And then Steve uh, tried to blame me when he missed the free throw. He took the shot I didn't. He would have been 100%. He's just been off since, since that little streak almost happened, Steve and Gary. He's been off. So he'll, be, he'll get back on track. Now, the DiVincenzos and guys like that who got oh, me and Gary always scrappy and, you know, intangibles and all that kind of, those guys, when they're in there, got to take 
take shots and they got to make them. I'm a big content guy. He'll take the wide open threes. But again, Brooke Lopez, if you had to go somebody else, Giannis, Militant, and Lopez, if them three, a bulk of your points come from them three, you're going to blow everybody else out. And whatever you get from Matthews and these guys, you know, DiVincenzo, all these guys, that's just gravy. And you just, you got to beat teams when you know about the weaknesses. But the frustration, I hear it in the callers, guys, we've talked about these weaknesses. And that's exactly what happened. It's almost as if the magic, and I'm going to say this again, the magic, Gary, took the film, film, from a, uh, or Toronto, Toronto, (laughs) and said, I'm going to do that. I don't have the players that Toronto has, but we're going to at least run that system and whatever happens, happens. So their coach, give their coach a lot of credit for having a great game plan, but that also makes Bud look bad when he's a two-time coach of the year. Ram, north side, you're next uh, on the fan. This should be good. What's up, Ram? What you got, Ram? Ram told us this was going to happen. And What's up, Ram? In What's up? Yeah. Come on Lee with it. In denial. Gary. Help me out, my brother. Help me out. He's always in denial. That's he, how he's Help me out. What is he looking at? Get help me out. What you looking at? I don't know what he's looking at, Ram. Okay. What you looked at was um, the hustle play of Toronto with some great guys with Orlando. And we got to remember, they came up here to five serve and smoked the Bucks by 20, wire to wire. So this is not nothing new. This not ain't nothing, nothing new. new. The only, only person that didn't play uh, is Aaron Gordon, and he's going to be there the next game. And he's a mm-hmm. rebounder and a shot blocker. But what I saw was we got burnt in the backcourt again. We got smoked. Yeah, the backcourt back did. No, Middleton can't handle Terrence Ross. He can't. Terrence Ross was the number eight pick 2012. He can straight up ball. He explosive the whole nine. He got the whole package. So when they was running the offense on that side and they had to get help, that's why Bukovic was getting so many open shots because on the pick and pop, nobody was standing there. I'm sitting there like, why you, you let Bukovic shoot? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. And then so they ran all the rest of their offense off that. And if Fort, if a Fortinier would have been hitting, they probably would have lost by 20. He was off. He didn't start hitting to the end of the game. Now, what I say is this is I still don't understand, Gary, why we didn't go after a guard like a Kimber Walker. I'm sorry, bless so he to me, I'm just saying to me, he more of a guy to come off the bench. He can't run a team because he wants to score. He do. He you know, he do that. But that's hurting the team, it's hurting Giannis. Yeah. Giannis mm-hmm. gotta get that ball in the post and sometimes Bless will look at him off. And I say this Yeah, but Ram, Ram, let me but, let me say a point. Let me say a quick, quick point, Alam. Don't Giannis like the ball facing the basket instead of his back to the basket? Yeah, he does, but I'm gonna tell you this: yeah. he would be more effective if he mm-hmm. had. He's so long that if he mm-hmm. was, if if he had half his shot facing back, he'd probably be 60, 65 percent, 32, uh, 17 per game. He'd be pretty much unstoppable. But when mm-hmm. team know he coming down here, it's easy to defend. Yeah, they, they yeah. waiting on him. He had a charge. What he had one or two charges today, and I say this: Middleton just ain't that guy, Leroy. No, we got to give him some more room, man. He's just no, off. Bro, he can't hit with you. How much room do you want to give him, Roy? They were closing out on him today. They were closing out, and he couldn't get his shot off. That's a problem. You four for twelve, and that right, Sparky. Oh, that's uh, yeah. I don't disagree. Like I said, he didn't take a nice I shot. Said it earlier, when Trell called, the only guy that was getting any of type of his own shot was George Hill. Outside that's of him, it. nobody else was really creating for themselves. That, that, 
There you go. Sparky just said it. I mean, that's when it. Terrence Ross was playing closeout D. It was over. Mm-hmm. was coughing up the ball and picking yep. his dribble up. No doubt. Bram, thanks for the call. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just what Thank it is. I, yeah, it's yeah. hard to argue against what he said because those are the facts. That's what yeah, happened tonight, and they got to figure it out. Individually, they have to figure this out. Uh, your thoughts, your reactions, uh, your frustration, whatever the case may be, 122 to 110, the Orlando yep. Magic uh, over the Milwaukee Bucks. I that am, don't even sound right, Steve. Uh, I know. Uh, I, I'm actually here with Coach Budenholzer. Had to say after this one. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. All right, so... The Milwaukee Bucks get beat. Now, I'm going to tell you, I have not heard Boonholzer. Haven't heard him. Don't know what he's going to say. Well, this will be the here, first Steve. time I hear it. But I better hear anger. I better hear frustration. I oh, better, better hear something. Oh, I better hear something. Why? You're not going to hear none of that. Steve, you can't react like He's that. He's a coach. I'll yeah, tell you right he now. Has to like even kill. I, he ain't going to show you that. I'd no. show you that. I promise you that much. No, well, of course you That'd would. Of course you would. You know no, I would. You yeah, you're going to you hear from me. Nobody can respond. Nobody will respond. See, you can't do that. Well, good news. Nobody responded through this entire you bubble yet. No, What's the difference? What you, do, Steve, what you do, Steve, you go inside the locker room and show your frustration. Right. When you come outside right. to the yeah. media... Calm you down. need to be even curious. Good. All right. The Let, let's hear what he has to say. Here's Coach Bud uh, after the game. <laughs> Bud, um, I'm curious. That first quarter, you guys go down pretty quickly. Uh, we've talked about, you know, being able to bring it and get back into the rhythm. Did you think the energy and effort was there, or was this just not being able to find your rhythm? What do you think happened in that first quarter as you guys go down 33 23? No, I thought we, you know, we came out and put a put a little run on them. I think we went up eight to two or 10 to two and, you know, hit a few shots early and it swung back pretty big and, you know, down 10 at the end of the first quarter. So, um, no, I thought the guys were, you know, the energy and the effort and everything, um, you know, our guys, the guys got after it. I do think, uh, Orlando was the more aggressive team. Um, you know, they played well, they were aggressive and, uh, you know, we got to step up to that and match that. Just, I, I know you'll watch film and try to look at some more things, but defensively, what do you feel like the the major problem was for you guys tonight? Well, you know, Vucevic had a great night. You know, I think he hits five threes and Clark hits four threes. So, you know, they got, you know, nine threes uh, from their four and five. So, you know, that's a big part of it. Um, Vucevic played well, and then I think they started getting to the rim. And, um, you know, we were caught not taking away either. You know, you got you to gotta be good in the paint. We only had three block shots, so I think. You know, we can protect the round better, and we got to find a way to get to the three-point shoes, shooters better also. Matt Velasquez. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, Orlando was the the more aggressive team, the more intense team, the team that displayed more urgency. Just kind of what, what are the thoughts that go through your head when it's the playoffs and, and your team isn't displaying those things uh, at the level that they need to? Uh, we've got to get with it. You know, I think that's, you know, our, our group understands that. Um, I think playing hard and playing with urgency is something we've built a habit of doing that. 
it's something that we expect. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of credit to Orlando today. They played really well. Um, you know, so we've got to play better, uh, you know, going uh, into game two. Malika Andrews. We talk sometimes about the slow starts you guys have. Do you think this game is can be kind of lumped in with that same issue, or was it something else that you were seeing that, that led to that? No, again, I thought, you know, again, it's only the first two or three minutes, but I thought we, you know, we started well. I don't know. I think they may have called a timeout, but, um, you know, I, I don't think it's as much a, a starting thing as it is just, you know, the entirety of the game. Uh, we've got to play a little bit better. We've got to make a few more plays. Um, both ends of the court, we got to be a lot better defensively. You know, 33-point quarter is certainly too much in the first quarter. Um, so we got to get that number down. We got to get it down. You know, they're probably at 30 all four quarters, you know, right at 30. That's, that's you know, 120. That's a lot of points. So we've got to be better on that end of the court. Zora Stevenson. All right, let's go to Steven Watson. Hey, bud, I'm curious if this is kind of one of those games where you felt like the environment mattered. Um, I know that you can't do anything with no fans being in the stands, but to cut it within one in the third quarter and watch the Magic go on another run, it felt like, or I guess, did it feel like with a, without fans in the stands that that played a bit of an impact or would have played an impact in this type of matchup being the top seed? Well, it's always great to play in front of your fans and, you know, feed off their energy a little bit. But, you know, we've all been down here in the bubble for a while. So I think everybody, um, you know, should be understanding, you know, how to sustain, you know, a run and, and prevent runs. And so um, I always, always love playing in Milwaukee, playing in front of our fans, playing at the Pfizer Forum. Um, they certainly help us. They certainly help in an early uh, first round game. Um, but, you know, everybody's in the same situation. We're here. That's what's going to make, uh, you know, whoever comes out of here uh, more special. Steve McGargy. You had talked about how Orlando was the most aggressive team. Where do you think that was most notable? Just rebounds, loose balls? Where did you kind of see Orlando's aggr aggressiveness kind of making the biggest difference? Yeah, you know, it felt like there were just, you know, a handful of hands plays where, you know, they're either getting hands on balls, they're, they're getting in and showing a crowd and um, rebounds, you know, just them coming up with a couple of them. Um, you know, they're driving, getting to the paint, finishing in the paint, um, you know, up up in us defensively. You know, so it's just, it's a, it's an overall just, you know, I thought, I thought a lot of credit to their guys. Um, you know, they were very good today. Eric Woodyard. Coach, uh, you know, you talked about the, the first quarter starting everything, but do you think at all that your team possibly underestimated these guys? And can this be a wake-up call for them moving forward? I don't think our group underestimated Orlando. I mean, uh, they're a very good team. They're very well coached. They've got a lot of good players. they got weapons. Um, but certainly, can we react to this? You know, I think anytime, you know, human nature and the competitor and all of us, uh, there certainly needs to be, you know, it can be a reaction and, um, you know, we're excited about going into game two. Uh, last one to Kane Pittman. Yeah, you just mentioned uh, quite a few things through here, but urgency was one word. I I'm just wondering, have you noticed that the urgency and uh, I guess the intensity just, just isn't where it was in the regular season since you've come back? I mean, are you noticing anything different attitude-wise from this team at this point? 
I think the, the word I've used is aggressive. I think, you know, that uh, there was a level of aggressiveness and, you know, throughout a game that can, that can change just like the scoreboard can change. And we've got to be the more aggressive team for more of the 48 minutes. Uh, you know, we've got to play better. So, um, you know, I don't want to, you know, get into, you know, words and, you know, all that stuff, but the word I've, you know, come back to is aggressiveness. And, um, it's just like the score, you know, you've got to be the more aggressive for more of the game. And, uh, you know, today they beat us credit to them. And, uh, you know, I think in, in stretches, uh, they were the team that was more aggressive. No question. All right. Somebody's taking the garbage out. Hello. Yeah, what's going oh, on, Steve? That was Gary. Okay. You can't blame uh, that one on Jan. No, cannot. That's all Gary. No, uh, can't blame it on We her take our, our look at social media. And, of course, that's <laughs> brought to you by Hupie and Abraham. Uh, injured? Call Hupie and Abraham. Voted best, rated best year after year. <laughs> Hupie and Abraham. Visit Hupie.com <laughs> today. Connect with them on Facebook like and Abraham. on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Dr. Uh, Grandin uh, says, that's, "Does Bud get fired if Orlando not only wins the series, Leroy, but sweeps the Bucks?" Well, no, we don't do business like that. <laughs> we don't. No, we don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't fire won't people. You, won't, we don't you know, react. Steve, we don't you, react like that. that Steve, what would you do? Would you fire him? What would you do? No, no, he's not getting fired. But again, I think going into next year, you're definitely on the hot seat, especially if Giannis doesn't sign the extension. Then, well, that ain't his fault if then, then what what is because if everything that's been reported is true, which is that they've got to pretty much get to the finals in order for Giannis to say, and Eric Name has not denied that when he's been on. If that's the case, and that. you lose in the first round in the biggest upset in NBA playoff history to the Orlando Magic, uh, yeah, you're going to be on the hot seat, and then it's if he leaves, you're out too. That's how this is going to play. Because that's then, a rumor. Because then the rebuild has to start. If he leaves, then you have to oh start. Oh, my God. What you got? I'm, I'm be wishing y'all win so I don't even have not, to hear this crying. You are not going to win with Chris Middleton as your number one. Not happening. Damani and Tosa, you're next on the fan with What's Gary up, Ellison Damani? and Roy Butler. What's up, man? Y'all tripping, G. Who tripping, Damani? Man, y'all. Who on, tripping, Damani? No, don't put y'all on it. Who tripping, Damani? Man, Spark. He always tripping, man. It's one game, man. It's Thank one you. game. It was Milton was off. They're gonna win exactly. in five. Right. They're gonna win in five. So you say they yes. lose another game. No. Nope. Nope. No. 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 Clean. Okay. Good. Because I thought they were gonna sweep exactly. them, and clearly that was wrong. No. They're gonna win in five. Milton's gonna average twenty six. Twenty six. Thank you. Who's tripping now? Good God. Let the man finish. Oh my God! It was Orlando Magic. He can't do that against the Heat. Watch. Exactly. Thank you, Damani. That's exactly what they're going to say. Thank you. 26. All right. Thanks for the Because that's what's going to happen. As soon as he have a good game, oh, it was Orlando. No, no, no. That's, he said he was oh, going to average blah, blah, 26 blah. for the series. That's what he said. He didn't say he was going to get 26 okay. the next game, Leroy. Damani said matter. he's going to average 26 in the series. It don't matter. You said you it was wrong. It don't matter. What's, no, it don't. He's not averaging you, 26 either. He's not averaging, you know what, he's he's not averaging 26. We Stop. We don't, listen, weren't you Get wrong before? Here. You were wrong before you said you're going to sweep him, right? Sure. I was I was wrong because I said he was going to score average well over 20 oh, something. Correct. So if Demani is wrong, then we all just out here fishing. But I agree with Demani, one of my favorite stakes, by the way, Demonico. So I think if Chris, 
Right, you gotta be a meat person. Yeah, uh, uh, Roberts got a more ass. Roberts, cause Roberts got a Leroy Butler. Uh, now let me leave that long. That's just for my boy Vinnie. Listen, I'm gonna be very honest with you. If he put up 30 next week, I mean uh, Thursday, right? Be, now really open your mind up, Gary and uh, Steve. If he put up 30 points, right? I know what you guys are gonna say. Oh, that, that's not a big deal. And he played against Orlando. He's supposed to do that, so he can't win. That's what I'm saying. It's just so we just gotta be fair about this. Going to the next round is most important, and that's why Bud is calm. Okay, because the same smoke you give me, counsel, when we were seven and ten, give me the same smoke when we beat three out of four from the Cubs. He's the same guy. That's what good coaching is. Your guys can't see you sweat under pressure. You can't go in there yelling and well, cursing Council, and all that stuff. Craig Council, Craig Council was, I, I would say, uh, almost depressed before they got on that three-game run because of how bad his offense was. I mean, you could just tell in his demeanor. We all we, we was upset. Right. We all so, was a little But my wavered, point is, he showed, he's consistent. he showed you some of the showed. emotion that he had at that point. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's get the injury report. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Injury Report is quite simple. Ursan Ilyasova, the only one not to play today with an elbow. Uh, injury, but outside of him, everybody else was ready to go. Boonholzer said before the game, nobody was on minute restrictions or minute limits or anything of that uh, nature coming off of injury. So everybody, for the most part, relatively healthy outside of Ursan Ilyasova. Nick on the north side, you're next What's on the up, fan. Nick? Hold on, hold on. Okay, we'll uh, hold on. Uh, it's live radio, though. All right. Hello? Yeah, what's up, Nick? You all right, Nick? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. Uh, No, like, pretty much everybody on the north side agree. Like, we need a guard. And we've been calling and saying that they're built too much like the Wisconsin way, you know. Like, they're pretty much built like the Badgers. Um, Yeah, we got the star in Giannis, but in college basketball, you don't need a star. You just – the Badgers got a whole bunch of good players. Um, But Mm -hmm. in NBA, you need a star. You actually need two stars, two superstars almost. And Chris Middleton, if you go back to when the Bucks won, what was it, 1971? Yeah. Bob yeah, Andrich yeah. was the three, and he's basically putting up the same numbers as Chris Middleton. And so we don't have an Oscar Robinson at all. Um, and we've been saying that, but, you know, we, we're too cheap. We're, we don't want to go all in. That's the truth. That's the honest truth. Like, yeah, we got, you know, a good team, a good solid team that – the analytics mm-hmm. love us, but the analytics don't tell the human aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I test. I agree with you. Okay, let's. Uh, for this, for my, I don't have to grab my metamucil. He but said I don't do it on the north side, Leroy Green. He right. He's right. He's right. He talking about right. the barber shop. Yes, he's right, side. man. All, all that. G's Clippers, what's other names you go to? I don't know about I go to Evan. Evan and one and two, all of He right. He right. Yes, he's spot on. People, yeah. and thanks for the phone call. You're yeah, so desperate for guard play that uh, Shreya 
want Chris Wait. Paul, Trail. He want Chris oh. Paul to get paid fifty nine million dollars a year and 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 two hundred fifteen years old. Fifty nine million dollars yeah. a year. Eddie, two hundred fifteen years old. Steve, you missed that one. Yeah. So and I know what they're saying. They what want they the saying. type of a guard play that controls the game. That's the Chris Paul. And they need the up tempo type guard like a Booker. You don't have that. You got Devin Chichenzo. You got Bledsoe, you got West Matthews, you went and got him for defense, and you got Pat Connaughton. Can't forget so, about Connaughton. George, now he's scrappy. And, and I like Connaughton. And you got George Hill. They got a bunch of guards. But, but how do you explain for the last two years they're the best team in the league in defense? And that's why he covered his bases with his phone call. He covered his bases saying the analytics say that. But you don't see that. You know what I'm saying? saying? It's totally different when you go to the combine like Mike Mumula and put down these these numbers. You know, you can run a 4-3 in a 40-yard dash, but a receiver 4-6 runs right by you. Right. So what you have to right. So what you have to do is get the best of both worlds. Have each guy good at something. Each guy has to be good at something. They would need a six-man type guard to come off like a Crawford, to come off the bench, Lou Williams, to come off the bench and give you you 16, 17 points, seven assists on a consistent basis. You don't have that. You got a collective group for those numbers, but they don't have name ID. But how does it square the circle that they have the best team offensively and defensively? But since the restart... Their defense has been terrible. So that falls back on who, Gary, the coach? Well, or two, and whoever collected the players. Oh, you trying to take some smoke to the horse? Well, you put the team together. He did well, put the team together, yes. Well, in his Executive de- in his of the de- year, right? Wasn't he executive yeah, of the well, year? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to stand for no just smoke saying. from him now. Because I got the, based on the numbers, I had 70 wins and would have had another 70 wins, number one seed overall with LeBron and, and Kawhi and all these great players, y'all, Paul George, all these great teams. They was looking up to the Bucks. Explain that. Horace did his job. The players got to do their job, and the coach got to do their job. But what I'm not going to have y'all do is panic on these airways. We don't do it like that, guys. No, we don't panic on the big show about the Packers, no. the Brewers, the Bucks. We never panic. No, man, because I'm going to tell you something. Dame, of reason. Calm. Dame, yeah. No, we ain't yeah, like that. We, calm, no, stop it. Reassuring. Dame Dollar going to put up 42 points, and they probably beat the Lakers tonight. I'm not going to panic because at the end of the day, I just want to win four games. But all you folks that wanted to sweep, I hope y'all understand this is the wrong sport, but on any given Sunday, you can get beat. Mm-hmm. Although, although. That doesn't make me that doesn't it make, 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 No, it doesn't make yeah. me feel any better, Leroy. Not so. Maybe time you can get beat. Maybe that, that, George Hill will make me feel better. Maybe my Velasquez will make me feel better. No, we'll hear from Bell of them. <laughs> Coming up next here on the fan, the Bucks. Uh, get upset. 122 to 110 in game one. They got us upset too. Eastern Conference <laughs> playoffs. Yes, yes, right. 
heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Brought to you by the Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org to see how your small business can be a part of it. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Bucks come up on the losing head, 122 to 110 to the Orlando Magic, despite Giannis having 31 points, 17 boards, and seven assists. Uh, George Hill, I think, played a bigger role in this game than maybe he should have. He was really the only one outside of maybe Giannis, uh, and maybe maybe including Giannis, that could get his own shot in this that game. Was it. Uh, 27 minutes played, five of nine from the floor, two of four from three, four of five from the line for George Hill, five assists, couple of boards. Uh, and 16 points on the night. He was the only one to score in double figures off the Bucks bench this evening. Let's hear from George Hill after the game, and then we'll get to Matt Velasquez and the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel as well momentarily. George, where do you think that you guys are at right now coming off a, a game like this and the way that things went down? What's the feeling like in the locker room? I mean, we're all competitive, so um, it's, it's not a good feeling. Um, you know, we got to figure it out. That's what get, good teams do. Uh, we got to find out a way to continue to be the team that we were before this whole, you know, pandemic goal. So uh, we got to do a little soul searching, but I think we'll be fine. Lika Andrews. Is that something that's being in this new territory? How do you attack that? I mean, it's different. Um, you know, being in this bubble is pretty stressful, but um, it's basketball. We can't blame it on that. Uh, we're here to play a game, here to win championships. So uh, as a team, as, as a player, we got to figure it out. We all got to look in the mirror, find ourselves, uh, figure out how we can be the best teammate we can possibly be on each play out there on the court. Eric, name? Uh, when Brooke was in the game, Vucevic was hurting you. When you guys tried to switch, Vucevic was hurting you. What made him so difficult to cover, and kind of what do you think you guys can do better against him? I mean, I've always thought he was an all-star caliber player. Um, you know, he's one of the best bigs in this league, and uh, he played out of his mind tonight. He put that team on his back and carried them, and um, that's what good players do. So uh, we got to adjust. We got to figure it out how we can make them uncomfortable. But uh, today, I just think everyone was too comfortable out there. Zora Stevenson. Hey, George, you talk about the bubble kind of having an effect on you all. In what ways do you mean? I mean, what way is it hitting you personally right now? I mean, it's tough. You know, you're in your room all day. Um, you know, you don't have your family here. Uh, I think, you know, all year we've been thriving off our home fans. Uh, so, so we don't have those guys uh, behind us. It's basically in a gym, just playing open gym. Um, so, you know, it's new to us. Uh, we haven't figured it out yet. Um, but like you said, when you get hit in the mouth today, you got to figure out how to get back up and throw that next punch. So we're going to watch film tomorrow, figure it out as a team, and, and be better next game. Lance Allen. 
George, you've been through this before in the playoffs, uh, defensive intensity and energy. How do you ratchet it up and crank it up? And, and you guys have had some defensive problems the last week or two. So what is the remedy in your opinion? I don't know. we got to figure it out. You know, we've been the best defensive team in the league all year, um, despite this bubble. So um, we got to figure out how to get that energy, how to know no matter if it's fans or not, how to you know start the game well and end it. Uh, and play a complete 48 minutes. Um, I just don't think we've been playing a solid 48 minutes. You know, I've seen flashes of us, but uh, we haven't been ourselves, and we got to figure that out. Who stood out most from tonight's game? Who will they be talking about tomorrow? It's time for today's MVB of the game, brought to you by Chevrolet. Check out the all-new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDrivesChevy.com. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on the fan. All right, Chevy MVB of the game in a 122-110 to loss. I'm struggling with this a little bit, uh, Gary and Leroy. I mean, based on numbers, Giannis should be the uh, MVP of the game, but I'm still leaning towards giving to George Hill. Steve, it's what I told you. Exactly. I just felt like to me, Giannis, although he had 30-some points, they, they were empty numbers. So you say George Hill then? Yes! All right, George Hill uh, is your MVP of the game. Our MVP of the postgame show night in and night out is this guy. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, it is a Bucks loss, 122 to 110. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. We broadcast live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios. Joining us now is Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Okay, Matt, I think you could have given everybody on this show guesses of how this game would turn out. Nobody would have guessed that the Bucks would have gotten owned by the Orlando Magic in Game 1 of this series. No, no, I don't think anyone necessarily saw that coming. I think some people might have seen you know, the Bucks sleepwalking or, or, or acting like they did in the, the first eight games of, of the restart. They could have seen that kind of spilling over. Um, but even then, I don't think people would say, well, like, they could probably sleepwalk into Magic and win, especially with all the guys Magic has out. No, that is not true. <laughs> like, they, they got, they got, you know, thoroughly beat, thoroughly handled, um, barely, I don't think they had a lead after the first couple minutes. They didn't. Um, no. Th- th- this was, this was just a, a downright, you know, disappointing and, and bad showing from a team that has the best record in the league. Well, not even that, man. I, mean, I just heard a little interview. I believe it was George Hill, Steve, that's what you said. That's and correct. Then, and he's talking about the bubble and how hard it is. People don't understand. You know, sitting in the room. Room all day. I don't like the way that sounds. I'm just going to tell you that straight up. I, I don't like the way that sounds. No, it sounds like you're defeated already or you got a built-in excuse. Yeah, it's hard for everybody. You ain't the only one doing it. I mean, come on, man. Go out and be the team you're supposed to be. Do we have a problem with them being in the bubble, Matt? Well, of 
first first of all, Gary, just preach, man. Just preach, because I, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I heard all I heard all of that. I heard that kind of the that was the way that the questioning kind of turned uh, on the Zoom interview afterwards. You know, obviously George is yep. about to be in the bubble, and then people followed up. With, okay, so what did you mean by that? Why is it stressful? All that stuff. But you know, it's it's, it's fine to follow up. But then with Giannis, you know, people said, "Oh, George said this," and like it be, that became like a talking point. And it's like everyone's playing in the same bubble. Everyone's away from their families. Other people have figured it out. Why haven't the Bucks figured that out? You know, what what is what is wrong with them that they they can't get it together? I think that's a, a, a bigger issue, a bigger question. And you know, do I think they can figure it out? Absolutely. Do I think they could theoretically win the next four games of the series? I think they could. Um, you know, but I think that, that the team that they have been in the past is not the team who they are now and, and getting back to that for whatever reason has been very difficult and they need to be able to, to return to that soon. Otherwise they're, they're going to be, you know, they might miss home. They, they could be home. Uh, if they keep playing the way they've been playing. Yeah, Matt, that's, that's good stuff. I appreciate that. Of course to it's me, good stuff, Leroy. I, I, I expect, uh, Milton to play better. That just means. If he plays better, he's four four out of twelve. You know, two or six from three. I think they win the game. I think Lopez, you gotta play better. You know, zero from four from three point. I think he'll make those. But so I'm not gonna panic there, Matt. But what my question is, it made me look like looking at when they played um, Toronto. It was a few things. You know, wide open threes. I mean, and you know, defense down the stretch wasn't real good. The center, I can't pronounce his name, but he has a big day. But Steve said he always has a big day. Do Against some the of Bucks. this, some of this smoke fall back on coaching this first game? That was the issue. They didn't make adjustments. Well, I, I think that this this kind of went the way, in, in some respects, the way you would expect. With like you know Vucevic, he's somebody who would, you know, play yeah, well against the yeah. Bucks. He, he's a first five, and so. You know, with the way the Bucks scheme is, I mean, and also with all the guys who are out for the Magic, of course the ball is going to Vucevic. He's the best guy they got. Put the ball in your best guy's hands and, and let him yeah. work. You know, and, and he did that. And so, you know, the Bucks need to be faster at, at figuring out, okay, this is obviously what the Magic want to do. How are we going to force the ball anywhere else? Um, mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned Middleton and Lopez. I think they both need to play better. Absolutely. I think yeah. Brooke will probably, you know, we can get to talk to him after the game, but um, I think that he would be upset about his defense the way he, you know, maybe was late on a few uh, few rotations or helps, um, you know, during that game. Not to mention his shooting. Um, you know, I, I think that you know some people are probably surprised that that Bud, you know, played eleven guys in the in the first half. You know, he might even played eleven guys in the first quarter. Um, yeah. But that, that that's kind of true to the script. He's he did that last year. He'll do it again. You know, he, he likes to kind of pace guys and have them play hard for, for short spurts or shorter spurts um, and then make sure they have some gas in the tank for the end. Um, and all, all this went, those things all happen the way that they kind of normally mm-hmm. do. Yeah. just the Bucks never actually gained any traction. They do spin in their wheels all day. All day. Yeah, because I thought when uh, Corver went out with the uh, – when he got hit in the nose – it just seemed like the, the rotation fell off a little bit because that takes away some of your three-point shooting. And they were getting open shots, man. I mean, wide open shots, and they just could not hit it. One time we were doing, this is funny, we're live doing the big show, and Steve, we were talking about something, him and Gary, and um, I think Giannis hit a, a, missed a wide open, and then Connaughton missed wide. Steve just said, wow, these guys can't. It just, they weren't making. These were wide open shots. Normally, these guys make those shots, so it was alarming. 
Yeah, you know, they, they were getting good looks. I mean, I, I think yes, it, 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 was, it was definitely <laughs> that situation. I mean, there were some that they they were rushed. You know, I Brooke definitely rushed a couple. Bloodso took some where he camped the court and just kind of fired away. Yeah. You know, shots that weren't in rhythm, part of the offense. Giannis did that a couple of times, and he had a couple really bad-looking misses. I mean, three for seven from three from Giannis is pretty good. You'll, you'll normally take that. But some of the, the looks that he had, it was like, man, if, if he could have just gotten into the offense, you know, and maybe that's part of the problem, too. The Bucks weren't really getting into much of an offense. It was, it was kind of just either, you know, it was either getting to the rim or they didn't really have too much of a cohesive plan, it seemed like. Uh, there were a few times they were able to get turnovers and turn steals into easy buckets, um, and, and usually they've been a really good half-court offense. Just yeah. today, not not the case at all. Talking with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal, Sutton here as the Bucks come up losers in Game One of their matchup with the Orlando Magic, one twenty-two to one ten, despite Giannis going thirty-one seventeen and seven. Uh, in the game, the guy that's going to catch heat on this, guaranteed, and will continue to catch heat throughout the postseason uh, as they lose games, more than likely is going to be the head coach, Mike Boonholzer, yeah. uh, because people are going to jump on him and say he's not making adjustments. People have got figured out how to kind of go at this team as far as how they play defensively uh, on that side of the floor. How much weight do you put on that, Matt? Uh, I, I put some weight on it. Um, you know, the, the Bucks. Like I said, they did a lot of things the way that we would expect them to do it. Um, and, and I probably won't be too worried or overreact or anything like that until after I see what happens in game two. You know, I, I remember last year against the Celtics, everybody thought Boonholzer had been passed by and you know, they weren't making adjustments and, and things were terrible. And then the Bucks went four straight against the Celtics and it, it was a wrap, um, you know, for that series. So I, I think that there are ways that the Bucks can, can change, the ways, ways that you can you know, adjust and get better and, and do different things with their rotations um, and, and different things with their defense. There's a lot of things they can do, but they can also just play better. <laughs> like they, they can do what they've done, and they know that they can be successful, but they can just do it better. And today they, they didn't do it well. You know, Bud and, and multiple guys after the game were saying that they weren't aggressive enough, they didn't play hard enough, is what, what Giannis said. Um, or, you know, maybe he said they, well, maybe I misinterpreted. He said they need to play harder. Not that they need to play hard enough, but they need to play harder, which I interpret that as not playing hard enough. Um, but, you know, I think that, you know, I'm interested to see, you know, the Bucks have not played well in the bubble. They didn't play well in the few games before the bubble a long time ago. Um, is this finally the slap in the face that wakes them up? And I'm interested to see if it is. So, Matt, of course, now you, you're going to get. You know, Middleton paid him too much money. Bledsoe, you paid him too much money. Giannis give you 30, so you feel like he, he did something for you. Uh, when you look at Middleton's numbers, they, they weren't great numbers. You look at his, I think it was 4 of 12, missed 6, 3, 4. What, what, what does he have to do to get on track here? You know, I think, I think they need to get him some consistent looks, some good, comfortable looks. Uh, I think there were some times where he was trying to sell a foul instead of just shooting the shot. Exactly. Um, there, there were definitely a few, a few of those times. Um, if they can get him some, uh, you know, some comfort food is what Bud usually calls it, get him some, some good open shots, get him in rhythm, get him going early, um, and, and see if they can make that happen. I think that would be positive. Um, yeah, he just seemed out of whack. I mean, it, it's weird to say a guy who only missed two free throws when the, bus, the Bucks missed, I think it was like 10 free throws. Uh, you know, he's really a 91, 92% free throw shooter. He missed two of them today. Uh, it just seemed like something was out of whack with him. Um, just, just kind of from the jump. 
and, and you know he can shake that off. He can, you know, he can be better in the future. He could be fine. Um, but just today, for whatever reason, he he just wasn't there. There he is, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, check out all his great work uh, over at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. We'll talk to you again Thursday night, Matt. All right, looking forward to it. Take care. There he is, Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion are growing your home, Great Mid- Midwest Bank Home Renovation Loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. Joel Southside, you're next uh, with Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer here on the fan. So, Sparky, it's totally on Budenholzer. Yep. And it goes back to last playoffs yep. mm-hmm. when they went up 2-0 and Nurse made the adjustment and Budenholzer exactly. is incapable. He's like Mark, Mike McCarthy. Like, he does what he does, and if that's good, great, but he's incapable of making the adjustments. He's not Pop, who makes adjustments. He's not Brad Stevens, who makes adjustments. He just doesn't. And so in this series, when you're playing a stretch five, you have to go away from what you do. You can't play Brook. You can't play Robin. They're slow-footed. You have to play Giannis at the five. Uh, I think DJ Wilson needs to get some play because he's quicker. He can switch. And you need to switch. Don't just fight over picks. Like, you can't just do what you do and think that's good enough, especially, I mean, I know you talked about this, especially in the bubble where there's no home court advantage and, like, there's no travel and, like, the role players are going to play better. You have to make adjustments, and I hope he does. This was the first time, honestly, like I know there's been talk nationally especially that Giannis is going to leave and go somewhere else. I never thought that. This was the first time I thought Giannis is going to leave because he's looking at a coach who just isn't good enough. He's looking at guys like Middleton who just aren't good enough. This was the first time I felt Giannis would leave. Well, Joe, don't turn on the TV tomorrow morning because that's all that's going to be tomorrow morning. I guarantee (laughs) you uh, the talking ads. Thanks for the call. Just just, just connect your TV or just block those channels. Don't bother watching it because that's all it's going to be tomorrow. Why you didn't ask Joel if uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to play the four years out on his contract? Because it's the post-game show still. We're not in big show. But coming up next, we will. I didn't know that. But coming up next, we will get to uh, the, the Wendy's big show for certain. And this wraps up the uh, that was your segue, Steve. Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Gary, Leroy, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer. Coming up next, Great Lakes drag away. Pick a lane uh, on the Wendy's Big Show. Mike Clemens, our embedded green and gold reporter, will join us coming up at 535. So some Packer talk coming up. And we'll continue to take your calls on the Bucks. Yes, from 5 to 530. Dial it up now. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Back in a few. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.